0: Hmm. recorded live
1: well good morning this is the empress of biz joanne forrester and we're doing the favorite our favorite thing in the world we're talking to you and we're talking to you about small business and we have today it's going to be a special edition three three exciting guests and as usual we have um twice a month we have uh, Susan Miller on from the Women's Small Business Association and she's going to be telling us all the great things that have been happening that will be happening and um, we're just delighted to have Susan on because she is a true entrepreneur. She's like uh, she's like the empress of Biz. She doesn't know any better. We just keep on starting businesses and that's one of the reasons I admire her so much. Good morning, Susan.
2: Good morning and thank you for allowing me to be on the show today.
1: Yeah. Susan, like me, I don't know I say, you know, you have had a number of businesses and I've always wanted to ask why. Uh,
2: well, one because <clears throat> I'm a startup business coach. <clears throat> um and I just um I'm passionate about starting businesses. I just love the process of starting a business, the challenge of getting it up and running with uh, and doing the bootstrapping aspect of it um, and watching it grow and develop and potentially make it profitable and sell it. So I just yeah. love the whole process of starting a business. Um, I just see opportunities everywhere. Uh, I do really not jump on every opportunity, but
0: uh, – <laughs> uh,
2: I, I do see opportunities everywhere, and if I see an opportunity to make a, a good bit of money, and I feel like I have the resources in place to quickly get it launched and make that money, then I do it. Uh, so that's more the reason. But I'm very careful to make sure that they uh, are that they parallel with each other, uh, so they kind of I can kind of oversee all of them because they they run parallel with each other. So, I'm very careful about that too. I try not to uh start anything that's going to, you know, that 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 doesn't run parallel to what, what I'm doing now.
1: Right, you're a smart entrepreneur. One of the reasons that um and I you know, I start businesses and I uh, I like to grow them is um very similar to you. I like and I like to see women make money, and um, men business owners, too. But I I really feel that um, if we are um, going to be in control of our lives and contribute to our community, that um, we need to manage our money. We need to have financial um, input and control, and that's very important. And I was blessed with a mother that said, uh, you know, that Joanne, Go out there and make your own money and don't depend on anybody else. <laughs> and that was the tone. She had in her voice. And you know what? I think that's very important because things happen. Um, illnesses happen. Uh, death happens. Um, divorce happens now. And it's really important for our our young people to understand, and especially our women, that... Um, You know, you can make money. You can be in control. And we make a very big difference, we meaning women in the United States. We add um, small business owners, just women business owners, $2 trillion to the economy. And that's an amazing thing. So That's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it.
2: Susan, I I I know that
1: your passion has... I wonder if I could
2: add to what you were saying there, too, that I really believe there's a movement that is going on, and it's really the movement of women empowering themselves. Um, yeah. This has been years of development, and it's been a slow process. Um, and, you know, I'm reminded of it because I got in a discussion with a uh, uh, a business coach, actually, when um, we were talking about the difference between a feminist and fem- feminism. Um, and, uh, you know, and she did a, a nice little article on it. Uh, but basically um you know we both agreed there's a movement going on and it's the uh it's the empowerment of women and we all should step up and become confident and empower ourselves by and starting your own business is a great way to do that so if you don't mind me adding that
1: Oh, no, I think that's wonderful. And that's that's one of your motivating reasons for um, WSBA, the Women's Small Business Association. Would you tell us what's going on and what your organization is about?
2: Yes, yeah, so the Women's Small Business Association is a community of women business owners and entrepreneurs. <clears throat> um, we uh, focus on uh, or encourage uh, smart startups Small business and startup business owners, Um, and we do this through mentoring, networking, and education. Um, And so, WSBA has several chapters, and each chapter covers a county. We have several chapters surrounding the Pittsburgh area. The Allegheny chapter was the first chapter to start, and we just started our first remote chapter in Houston, Texas, and uh, uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, So. you know uh, uh w- the popularity has grown because of that community we have formed um and really the the support that uh we give each other um and uh that um you know you can check out everything that we have going on with WSBA by visiting our organization website which is wsba.biz um, and you can you. check out
1: Repeat that again, um, and the best way to contact you, because we often forget to to do that. And I want to make sure that's up front a couple times.
2: The website for the organization is wsba.biz. And to get hold of of me, you can reach me at wsbafounder at gmail.com.
1: Okay. Now, the things we've been talking about, uh, just one more thing. You just had last, um, in the beginning of April, you had your Extraordinary Women um, Awards, and, and I was just honored to be one of the nominees. Do you have anything else you want to add about that?
2: Yeah, actually, I want to congratulate both of you again. Uh, Joanne. you were the nominee for the Community Service Award for uh, uh, Celebrate and – I forget the name of your
1: organization. Celebrate and Share.
2: That's right, Celebrate and Share. And also, um, uh, uh, Brenda DeCrow was also nominated uh, for WSBA Businesswoman of the Year, Uh, and they were highlighted – Uh, at our Honoring Extraordinary uh, Women Award Ceremony, which is held at our Pittsburgh Entrepreneur Conference. That happens the first uh, Wednesday of each April. Uh, So we'll be holding that event again. It will be at uh, Olivia's Banquet Facility, again in Coriopolis. And you can always nominate uh, any woman that you feel is deserving. Uh, We gave out three awards the uh, Best Businesswoman of Pittsburgh, the WSBA Businesswoman of the Year, and the Community Service Award. Uh, So um, uh, that's one of our signature events. We hold four signature events per year. Uh, Our next one is going to be the Money, Money, Money conference held in September. We'll have more information about that soon. Um, And the WSBA Business Holiday Expo, which happens the first Wednesday, in November, and the Jingle Mingle. Which happens the first Wednesday in December.
1: Um, <clears throat> well, this is a perfect time because um, Brenda de was was uh, nominated for as uh, one of the awards, and Brenda, you are—you um, have a background that what I call is you escaped corporate America, right?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. I escaped. Yeah, I spent over twenty years in corporate accounting and finance.
1: Yes. Okay, so you what okay, so you had a good you know, corporate has very good per, perks. They mm-hmm. they pay well. Um yes. there's prestige with that, but mm-hmm. and you but you went from numbers to motivating people. Why? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, like you said, I had a successful career. You know, I reported to the vice president, the CFO, um, worked with managers all over the world. I got to travel all over the world to our our affiliates. But I really wasn't personally satisfied. And as you and Susan were talking about, it's it's all about empowerment. It's about stepping up and doing what's really important to us. So um, while I tried in the corporate world to try and shift into a position that was really more heartfelt and something that I'm passionate about, I wasn't able to do that. And I decided that I didn't want to stay there and be unhappy. So I decided to step out and start my own business. And um, I went to school for coaching. I went to Duquesne University to become certified and learn how to be a good coach and um, from there, I knew that I loved doing it, and I, that's what I wanted to do. So I became an entrepreneur myself, like you ladies. Stepped out and started my own business.
1: Okay. I'm, as someone who's been in business over 40 years, and I was five. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was five. Let's just stick with that, okay? Yeah. But what was your biggest surprise from moving from corporate to, to running, starting and running your own business?
0: Well, I had always been surrounded by entrepreneurs. My grandfather, my father, you know, family members have always been in their own business. Um, But whenever I stepped out and did it on my own, I was surprised by how much there was to it. It's not just about doing the coaching, there's so much more to building a business. And there were so many things that I needed to learn about building that business that would allow me then to be a successful coach. So that's really something that you know. I continue to learn more and more about all the different aspects of running a business.
1: Right. I, uh, when I teach my class, I one day I brought in twenty different hats, and everybody looked at me like mm-hmm. I was crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. But, but
1: these are all the hats you wear.
3: Right. Exactly.
1: And uh, from the accounting hat to the marketing hat to the janitor's hat, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about um, who's your client and, you know, what what do you do with them? Because, you know, we're talking about empowerment and Susan, uh, like she said, empowering women to get them to be financially uh, successful is very important to her. So how do you start?
0: Um, well, one of the things that, one of the, ways that I work with my clients is first to take a look at, you know, look at their life and what's going on versus what they really want their life to look like. Because so often we just stay in places and positions and situations, relationships where we're really not happy. So it's taking a look at, you know, where am I and what do I need to do in order to have what I really call a successful and a happy life. And that's different for every one of us. So it's really digging in and taking a look for each client. What is it that really is important to me? And then what are my strengths and what value am I bringing to my life? What are the things that I love to do and how do I express myself in my life? And how can I do that more? Because whenever we're doing that, we're happier and we're really bringing value to our family, to our communities, to our businesses, to our workplaces. When we're really coming from who we are and bringing our greatest gifts into all that we do, then that, I mean, that's what we were brought here to do, to be who we are. So it's really helping people to find that and to, to bring that and to confidently step into who they are and make a difference in their lives.
1: So the first step is really clarifying their position mm-hmm. and taking a look at what direction mm-hmm. they really would like to take and haven't been taking like you did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So it's figuring that all out, but then it's also, okay, now what am I going to do about it? And setting goals and and moving forward towards those goals, because it's one thing to have that dream, but if you really want to put that into place, you have to take action. So it's helping them to really figure out, you know, what are the strategies that you're going to put in place? What are the goals that you're setting? How do you take step by step and move towards those goals? So that's a lot of the ongoing day-to-day coaching that um that I do with my clients that really helps them to to move from where they are to where they want to be.
1: So then um establishing the goals and that's often I mean so you get them to establish the goals and I have watched many people establish goals but then they mm-hmm. they just don't move forward with them. What do you do next? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So it's helping people, you know, first of all, remember why those goals are really important, you know, why they set those in the first place. And that always ties back to their dreams. So really getting them in their vision, really getting them to remember what's important about this goal and is it really important to you? And what's getting in your way? So first of all, you know, fill in, figuring out what, what are the challenges? Um, is it really not important? Is it something that you know, we we have a dream of, but we really don't want to put the effort into establishing, into moving forward, um, or are we letting you know other things distract us? Different um, different priorities um, getting in the way, um, different responsibilities that we have, especially as women. You know, trying to do everything and be every but everyone to everybody else, and not really focusing on ourselves. So I really work with the clients to to look week by week as far as what movement am I taking, what successes have I had, and what challenges have I had, and what do I need to do to help me continue to move forward?
1: Yes. Yeah. Hi. Right. Well, uh, Brenda, um, you know, it's important. You know, I, I hear you... Uh, what I'm trying to say is people then reach a, a block sometimes and they get tangled up into
0: fear right yes, yes, and so do you help them work through that fear Sure, yes um, working through the fear um is is a is a really root part of coaching because anytime there's a fear, it really takes. A person to, to really look within and figure out, you know, what's going on and what's, what's that all about. Um, so it's not therapy. It's not like psychoanalysis. Um, but it really is getting to the, the real values and the priorities of people and really looking at what are some of the stories that we've been telling ourselves all these years? What are some of the, you know, the limiting beliefs that we've brought with us? that are really preventing us from moving forward or that we think something's going to happen if we are successful. Oftentimes people, you know, are, are kind of afraid that their life's going to change too much if they are too successful. So it's really yeah. digging for each individual to really take a look and, you know, what, what is that fear? What's it all about? Where, where is it coming from?
1: Okay, you know, that, that's a very good point because I, I, you said something that just caught my ear is that sometimes we're conditioned to, to a certain level of success mm-hmm. and then when we reach that and there's another level um, because of our, as you said, conditioning, all of a sudden it's a major roadblock, that next mm-hmm. level.
0: Yes exactly you know it's going to shake up our worlds and and so sometimes they're very apprehensive because it's going to take some change it's going to change our world
1: and and you're yeah and you're there to help them uh change the world without um (laughs) saying oh the world's going to end right (laughs)
0: yeah exactly yeah just because your world's changing doesn't mean it's going to end you know and and having that expectation that it you know it's going to get better
2: I'm uh,
0: I'm familiar with
2: uh, Brenda and her coaching uh, uh, services. And one of the things I've been impressed with is her program that she has um, that really uh, covers different areas of one's business. Uh, So she can really streamline and target specific areas within a person's business um and uh i uh could you tell us again about that Brenda the name of that program that you uh that you work with um
0: work yeah with um i have a um a, a business model that i work with um and it helps people take a look at all aspects of their business and really take a look at what what their um priorities are what their goals are within each aspect of their business so looking at their their sales and their marketing um, their, business, their products and services, and also their product development, what they're planning for their future, looking at their financial um, situation, and also their strategic planning for the future. Um, so, so those are, and then the people, Take, of course, taking a look at the people that are involved in the business. Um, who are the current people, and you know, how are they working currently, and how am I developing them for the future, for leadership? So we take a look at all aspects of people's business and um, really work on each area, piece by piece, because we, we always need to focus on all those different areas. So Brenda,
1: you have an assessment model?
0: Um, I Yes, I have an assessment model that I also use to help people understand their natural tendencies. Um, as I mentioned earlier, whenever we're working in alignment with our true values, then that's whenever we're really most effective and that's when we are um, the happiest. So I help people to really get clear about what their greatest strengths are and how they can really you know, focus their lives into doing the things that they really love to do and to overcome the challenges that they have in areas where they're not as effective. So I'll give you an example. Um, I spent over 20 years trying to be an accountant And when I took my assessment, I found out that my tendencies, my natural tendencies and and, um, ability, my tendencies towards doing financial work and processes and details is very small. My biggest core value is working with people and helping them to be the best they can be, to see a vision. So for 20 years, I was trying to put myself into work that was against who I really am. It was, um, you know, so it was it was a constantly draining me of energy, and I was feeling frustrated and unfulfilled. Once I shifted my work to do what I love to do, then all of a sudden my world opened up. I started to love what I did and, and to really um, be able to really add value where, wherever I was.
2: I think that's important, too, to have that strength, especially if you're a coach. And, um, you know, people understanding that can be reassured that if they, you know work with you that that's what they're gonna get is your strength in helping people to be their best you know yeah
0: so, thanks.
2: <laughs> um I know that she uh she uh also does uh uh um it's a nice introduction to some of the services she offers if you're still doing it the group uh sessions are you still doing yes,
0: that, Brenda? yes I have a new group Uh, group coaching session that is starting off on Friday the 28th will be the first session and it's going to be an ongoing weekly weekly group coaching call to really help keep people stay focused, stay accountable, share with others because whenever you hear that others are struggling with, with things similar to you then you don't feel like you're all alone and then also just sharing ideas of how how you can overcome those challenges and being motivated by people, you know, sharing their successes. So that's my weekly online program that'll be starting uh, Friday, April twenty-eighth, nine a.m. on Fridays.
1: Uh, Brenda, how does one find more more about that and register for that program?
0: Um, they can contact me about that. I don't have that information yet on my website, but it's they can contact me at um, Brenda DeCrew or Brenda at BrendaDecruCoaching dot com. That's my email address, as well as my website address is in there too. Don't okay, to I'll say it. that again. Yeah, it's yeah. Brenda at BrendaDecruCoaching, all one word. B R E N D A D E C R O O, and then the word coaching. C O A C H I N G dot com.
1: Okay. Oh uh, Brenda, would you please? I um, would love to. Anybody who's been on the show, I invite them to to post on the Empress of Biz on Facebook, and then that also links over into my uh, website. So that's an extra boost for you. Oh, great! Yeah, uh, and great. Saying, and that's be sure great. that you keep that up because you know well as you know and and you know that promotion 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 mm-hmm. is part of what we do i like the idea of the weekly thing uh even though i've been in business 40 plus years probably mm-hmm. more because my first lemonade stand you know was like an age <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yes uh mm-hmm.
1: and um but for someone like me uh who's been known to own five businesses at one time mm-hmm. the one word focus, 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 this would be very important. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, yes, I agree. And, you know, that's what I find when I talk to most business owners. We know the things that we need to do to be successful. It's just so often there's so many different things that we're handling um, and we're getting distracted so easily. So this is a way to provide people the focus that they need. Um, so, because we know what we need to do, we just kind of need a little support along the way.
1: Now, this is a program, um, it's going to start, um, did you say the 26th?
0: Um, it starts on Friday the 28th, but people oh, okay. can people can join at any time. It's, it's not like that. you have to start from the very beginning. It's going to be an ongoing program. You can join in at any time.
1: Okay, and will this, um and the charge for that? um.
0: It's going to be $75 per month um, so you know you sign up and you'll automatically get charged $75 per month but it, you can cancel at any time.
1: Okay again please post that on the Empress of Biz. I think this is very worthwhile and you know and please drop in and give a tip or something that mm-hmm. you know keeps people motivated sure. because it is so hard. You know when I first started um, in business I had two male partners and that was it was good that I had older and wiser partners cuz I was basically the kid, you know, on the team. But mm-hmm. they were male partners. And you know, when sometimes I'd be frustrated, they'd just look at me like, "What's wrong with you?" you know.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. And
1: meanwhile, I'm trying to raise a family dealing with um all kinds of, you know, parentals, uh, uh, you know, challenges and and, uh, being caught in the sandwich generation. And I just finally one day said, you know, you two have wives. I don't.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yep. Women operate much differently than men. And, you know, we we need to realize that. and, And women can relate so much. Better to each other, and what we ha- really have going on, and, and ways to motivate and support each other. So,
1: yeah, sounds like a great thing. Um, yeah. uh, before we um, move on, Susan, I want to go back to you for a minute or two because, is there what is there, what's coming up with uh, WSBA or things you want to uh, mention that are, are ongoing?
2: Uh, well, tomorrow is a big day. Uh, <clears throat> WSBA is involved with the Pittsburgh Business Show, which will be the largest B2B event in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, they have compared this to the size of the home show. So if you're familiar with the home show, you'll have an idea of the size of this. They'll have 400 booths, uh, business booths, and then they'll have speakers uh, throughout the day on, uh, uh, on on April 19th and 20th. Starting at uh, 9 a.m. Um, it's free admission to get in. Um, uh, you can register right on our site at wsba.biz. Um, and uh, um, like I said, well, is
1: that at the Pittsburgh Convention Center?
2: Yes, it is. It's at the Pittsburgh Convention Center, which is 1004 Duquesne Boulevard. Um, and uh, like I said, there'll be speakers throughout the day. I will be one of the speakers. I'll be in room 334 at 9 a.m., uh, and I will be giving uh, tips on how to be a successful entrepreneur. Uh, we also have one of our members, uh, Melanie Holscher. Uh, Melanie is a high-performance sales and leadership leadership coach for the multi-million-dollar uh, multimillion-dollar sales coaching and consulting division of Southwestern Company. Uh, she'll be one of our speakers, too. Uh, and you can get information again for all of that on our on our website, so that 's an exciting day. Um, they really have boasted that anything r- relative to business will be at this event um, and that 's why w s b a is involved uh, They wanted to make sure to tap into the small business element, and they felt that w s b a was a good resource for that. So anything relative to business will be at that event. It is happening April 19th and the 20th at the David Lawrence Convention Center. Um, and uh, something new that we started, we started an online networking session that will happen once a month. Uh, we had our first session last night. It will be the same time every month. It will be on a Monday at 7 p.m., and it really helps us bring together uh, uh, bring together people from different states so that we can network. It's also perfect for people that have a busy schedule that can't get to our uh, networking events for face-to-face networking. Uh, They can jump right into the session. There's no cost to participate. Uh, It is category exclusive, so you do have to register. uh, And then we uh, ask you what your category is so we can ensure that it's category exclusive. And it is open to businessmen and women. Uh, So that's something new for WSBA. And um, something that I'm really excited about with uh, Premier Membership all of our signature events and we just named we named them off uh earlier today our premier members now get complimentary admission into that. So that's uh something new and exciting for us too. So Right,
1: that's a couple hundred dollar perk right there.
2: Yes it is. And we have been so blessed with the the speakers that have been at each of our events and I know Brenda was at the last one. I mean Every time I go to, especially the Pittsburgh Entrepreneur Conference, I just walk away saying, wow, that was, I got so much information from that. And, um, it was pretty exciting for this last one. The speakers were impressed with the lineup of speakers. So that was, uh, kind of pretty impressive. And they thanked, uh, us for their, the lineup. They felt that it really complemented each other and they really got together as a team and just, provided this power pack of information, um, and people walked away just saying, wow. So not only do people attending this event get such a value for the price, ticket at the price, but now our premier members will get that complimentary with their membership. So that's pretty exciting. We're very excited to offer that to our members. So
1: That's great. Well, both of you have uh, – I want to go back to something, because you know when I started business um, – uh, computers were out there but the the internet and the the applications that both of you are talking about building online communities and that that wasn't there. You know and that, that um so both of you are using current technology to not only help others but to build your businesses. Uh so kudos to both of you. Um Brenda what um what made you decide to move to this online coaching?
0: Um, It's a way to to make it easier for people to have access to coaching. Everyone has such a busy schedule, um, so just being able to reach people and be more accommodating to their schedules and to their locations so people can tune in from anywhere um, and really have access to to these tools and the supports.
1: Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure that because our time has gone so fast Um, you ladies are fascinating Um, and uh, I want to make sure that we get um, your information and one last business tip because we're going to have a third guest and please feel free to um, stay on or drop off if you need to I understand busy schedules but our our third guest will be Joyce Faulkner who is uh, my editor, my publisher, my editor, my guru. Um, I've written books, and uh, Joyce has published the one, The Gift of Holiday Valley. And she is an award-winning publisher and author. And uh, she's going to come on and talk about not only you know publishing, but also she has a, a, a new book that is very powerful and uh, has a significant impact. So... Uh, for those of you who are thinking of um, writing a book, Joyce is the, uh, the person to talk to. She is a local publishing house, which um, you know, which is good. We have a, a woman-owned publishing house, two women, Joyce Faulkner and Pat Avery. So we'll be talking to her a little bit. But um, Brenda, what is your last one? How do we get a hold of you? First of all, let's oh, do that oh. again.
0: Yes. Okay. So my email is uh, Brenda at Brenda DeCrew Coaching. My, middle, my last name is D-E-C-R-O-O, Brenda DeCrew Coaching. I'll also give my phone number. It's 724-524-0226. And I will post on, on your Facebook page, Joanne.
1: Great. And please keep on posting because keeping fresh and, and then that goes over to my website. So, you know, like, you know, promotion, promotion, promotion. Um, yes. um, and your, your online class starts when?
0: It starts um, Friday morning, April 28th at 9 o'clock, and you can join us anytime, sign up anytime um, for uh, Friday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time.
1: Great. And, you know, thank you for having the courage to make that jump.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much and and my success is because of women like you and Susan who are there you know providing support and additional resources for business owners like me so i want to thank you Joanne and you Susan for all that you do for us women business owners
2: oh thank you uh Brendan and thank you for continuing to be a mentor for women too i think you're great at that and you know i think i, I encourage anyone to connect with you because you know you're such a, a warm and welcoming and reach out type of person and i think that's great and we need more of that uh to help us empower other women so i appreciate uh the mentorship that you offer
0: thank you susan
1: yeah and um susan one last tip and one last plug for whatever you want to plug
2: <laughs> uh, my business tip mm uh, I don't know. We I've been getting pretty active in, in social media, uh, so my business tip would really be pay attention to where your customers are at, and then put yourself there. Um, and I'm not just talking Facebook. There are so many social media resources. Uh, there's LinkedIn. There's there's so many. Um, there's hundreds, uh, and uh, you know, and there's one for every industry out there. If it's from business coaching to, uh, you know, products that you sell, there is a social media that has your audience and your customers. So pay attention to where your customers at, are at and put yourself there. And uh, that's just one marketing tool that should be part of your uh, marketing plan. Um, and use it because it's free. So that's my yeah. marketing tip today.
1: And that's a, that's a good one. And, uh uh If we have a social media expert on um uh in our in our group, we may want to bring one on sometime and talk about that
2: yes. because it's
1: yeah you know. um and the best way to get a hold of you
2: best way is to email me at w s b a at gmail dot com
1: I want to thank both of you ladies and when you were talking about using social media, my guest um Joyce Faulkner. A very successful writer and publisher is uh, also. She's an escapee, Brenda, from corporate too. Okay, yes. (laughs)
0: There's lots of us out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, I they I lasted like. uh, Well, I'll tell my story someday. (laughs) They were glad to see me go. Um, Good morning, Joyce, and welcome to the Empress of Biz.
3: Good morning. It's glad to be
1: here. Oh, delighted to have you. And I was bragging about you, about uh, Red Engine Publishing and all the different things that you're doing. And uh, some of the things that we were talking about, you know, if I hadn't found you, um, my book would have never, uh, The Gift of Holiday Valley would have never been published because as you pointed out and taught me, the world of publishing has changed so much. Uh, it, it so, really
3: has, it really has. There used to be uh what I call the gatekeepers, um, who are the uh used to be known as uh agents. Uh and for literature and any kind of a creative book like yours, uh, they would find uh publishers who were willing to uh take a risk on a financial risk on new authors, but more often than not, uh, it was the same money makers over and over and over again. So, about uh, 20 years ago, uh, the change started uh, where, uh, A, uh, not too many people are still using agents because agents do take a, a significant piece of any kind of an earning pie. Uh, but because we had businesses and we had uh, uh, people who wanted to do things on a smaller level uh, who were willing to take their own financial risk uh, or uh, we were willing to take a financial risk on and, uh, or do partnerships with. Uh, so it's a very different world now. And uh, for people who have a timeline, in other words, you're doing something for your family or you're doing something for your business and you don't want to wait for another company's schedule before they decide to publish your book. This gives you power uh, over your timeline, which is important in a business. So right. Things.
1: I wanted to point out that one of the things um, that uh, you and Pat Avery, your partner, helped me with was um, I was very fortunate, folks, um, because I had written this book, uh, the story, kind of like over the years, and there's a story behind that. And when I showed it to Joyce, and I I knew I needed editing and I needed guiding, um, what I'm trying to get at is regardless of what you're doing, whether you're you're trying to get an agent or you've decided to take control and work uh with someone like uh Red Engine Press, is that um you're still gonna have to make an investment and you're gonna have to learn about the business of publishing, the business of promoting your book. And and that's what one of the great things you do because I think a lot, a lot of us writers still think that, oh, we'll just write and then the world will find it. Am I right? <laughs>
3: That's exactly right. Uh, what happens is that uh, for someone who is writing for their business, say, let's just say for your business, um, you may not be a writer uh, in, the, in the technical sense in that you've been you know, writing you know, 500-page novels for 20 years. It may be your first project. And to go through the whole process of uh, finding illustration or illustrators, uh, determining what kind of a cover, determining what your uh, uh, timeline is going to be, uh, getting your book uh, properly edited, uh, finding uh, the best way to promote your book, and therefore the best way to publish it into what. Uh, area uh, many people now are just working with Amazon, for example uh, our our authors we put them into Ingram, meaning that they're on Amazon, but there can also be in a bookstore in London, for example mm-hmm. uh, you may or may not need that if you're if you're a local business, so you know there's many many things that you, decisions that you have to make uh just to create the book and then to distribute the book and then to promote the book. And all of those things, as as we were just saying, requires an investment of time, energy, money, uh, decision-making in terms of we're going to go this direction or we're going to go that direction. And I think that is something that a smaller company will spend the time with you, uh, you walking you through it.
1: Definitely. Now you are also an award-winning author, so not only as a publisher you understand our problems, but as now we're putting on your author hat. And uh-huh. how many books have you? You you just switched hats, okay? Yeah,
3: switched hats. Uh, I believe I have, uh, in total, if you count the ones that I ghost wrote, uh, I've written about twenty-two books at this point. Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed well, I've, I've been learned, learned all in a long, 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 long time But um, yeah. a, a lot of the uh, I personally do And lean towards History and historical fiction um, But we've also Done quite a few uh, Biographies and Memoirs with people um, mm-hmm. You know, for example uh, Quite a few veterans Uh, come to us, and they're wanting to write something for their family. Uh, An example uh, was a fellow who um, had realized that, you know, uh, death was tapping at his door. Uh, He was a uh, veteran and a survivor of the Bataan Death March. And he had uh, married, he had lived a long life, and he had married three times. And uh, he had... Never not answer the question, but he had never told everybody the whole story. So he mm. wanted his family to sit down and write this book. And also, he, he, he couldn't physically write it himself. He would just become too emotional. So I wrote the book for him. We spent a very, very long winter. Uh, and he intended to only buy, you know, like 50, 60 copies for his family. He ended up selling about 1,200 copies. Uh, because his church wanted him and his military organizations and then other people wanted him. And uh, until he became too ill, uh, it really kept him alive and functioning to do all these things. And then when he passed away, his family, you know, pulled the book and and it's no longer for sale. But, you know, that's the kind of thing that Random House is not going to do for you as an
1: example. That's good. Oh, gosh, that's good. That, that book should, I hope it was donated to the uh, Soldiers and Sailors Hall here in um, uh, Pittsburgh because that is, um, has to be, you know, that is part of history that um, yeah. uh, just, uh, what, it was a horrible part of our history, and that's yes. something that needs to be remembered.
3: Uh, yes, and uh, there are several people right here in town who fall into that same category. Um, so uh, there are many, many stories that we've done like that, like Pat uh, McGrath Avery's uh, The Sharon Rogers Band about a women's uh, uh, band uh, who were part of the, uh, uh, they would go and entertain. I can't think of the name of the what they call that, but uh, during World War II. And they ended up entertaining in the Philippines and in occupied Japan and in Korea. And they were in a, in a uh, airplane crash. So mm. very interesting group, the Sharon Rogers Band, who are now I believe most of those ladies have passed away now. Um, we've been blessed to meet some pretty amazing people.
1: Wow, yes, you have. Now you have, uh, I wanted to have you on too because you are having um, Your latest book, is this your 40-second book? um,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's called Ball is uh, And um, we are launching it this Thursday at the uh, Lincoln Gallery in uh, the Carnegie Library in Carnegie. Uh, Everybody is welcome to come. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. The book is about the Holocaust but from a totally different perspective. Um, And it's based on a story that I picked up when my husband and I uh, visited Auschwitz in 2002. And um, that particular uh, moment in time changed my life completely. Um, And I usually uh, hire a private guide since, tours don't work for me. I drive everybody crazy because I I have specific questions and things that I need to ask and I want to go in more depth uh, rather than broader usually. So it's easier for me to get a a private guide. Uh, And in this particular case, um, he was a Polish and uh, his uncle had been murdered in Auschwitz. And so he was very uh, keen to um, make sure that we knew the stories and that the facility is maintained properly so that we never have this happen again. Uh, Unfortunately, it's happened in other circumstances, but it's got to be something that's always on our mind. But the reason I wrote Rala's bed is that um, when I left Auschwitz, and I came home. I had nightmares. And as I've said in other places, um, that's not too unusual, I think, to to go to Auschwitz and come away uh, uh, traumatized. Um, but what made my nightmares a little bit different than most folks, apparently, is that I my nightmare was that I was the perpetrator. And I guess I couldn't think of anything worse in the world than to be res- for something like Auschwitz you know it's just it, it's so horrific to think that one human that human beings can do this to other human beings so uh, I had collected a lot of books at Auschwitz and uh, I was staying in Mannheim Germany when uh, I became interested enough to go to Auschwitz um, so I had information about Mannheim so the story that I wrote is about a German war bride and her two young sons who come to middle America uh, in the late 1940s, and the uh, the boys grow up. And the story is told from the point of view of the oldest child, um, who is um, very bright, and uh, he also has nightmares, but he's not sure what's a nightmare and what's a memory and uh as the books evolves, you begin to understand that uh, his relationship with his mother is is very intense and that the two of them have been through something horrific together but she's not saying and he can't remember exactly mm-hmm. uh, and her name is Vala, and they come to america with this amazing bed that was given to her by her father. Uh, The book's title is Vala's Bed. Uh, Vala is his mother. And again, it's all from the perspective of the little boy as he finds Mm -hmm. out about his mother and what she uh, is, what she experienced, and what she does. Uh, Wow. Now it it it's very intense it's very complex it's complex because we have now Americans you know she and her children become Americans and they're looking back from an mid-American point of view to something that happened to them in Germany and in Auschwitz mm-hmm. in Poland so very complex that way um i i think the other thing that uh is important uh, I like to think it's important about this book is the study of uh, what we do to ourselves with guilt um, with survivor's guilt with uh, we take on we, we want to control our lives and our destiny and the environment around us and the one things that we can't really do are control all those things uh, we yeah. can try very hard but in fact, when we fail, when something happens that we can't control and we feel that we should have or should have been able to, um, we suffer from immense guilt. We do we do it to ourselves.
2: Um,
3: and there is another author who is going to appear at this launch. His name is David Harry Tannenbaum. Have you met David yet, Joanne? <laughs>
1: Yes, with his his last book was very powerful. Um, I was there at the opening that you had over in uh, Greenfield. Yeah, uh,
3: at the Holocaust. And would you?
1: Yes, yeah. at the Holocaust Center.
3: Uh, and his book is called Out of the Depths, and it is also about the Holocaust, uh, but it's set in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and it is about a Auschwitz survivor who comes to. Pittsburgh and becomes a uh, a surgeon helping burned children and uh, it the story is about his search for uh peace because he feels very guilty that he survived and others didn't um, so David's book is a kind of a counter uh, uh we're we're kind of opposite sides of the same coin and uh When I first met David, and he was doing uh, thriller kind of books, he told me about Out of the Depths. And uh, we really worked hard to have our books come out, uh, not together, but sequentially, boom, boom. Um, Mm -hmm. And I believe that our uh, event on Thursday will be very interesting because we'll have Frank Tutone, who is a professor English at Robert Morris University and he's going to talk about our books from the perspective of uh, literature Uh, and then David is going to talk about how his book relates to my book Uh, and then I'll talk more in great detail about VALA and then we'll have a panel discussion that most certainly will be focusing on survivor guilt and how that directs our lives sometimes. Uh, I think it will be a very, very interesting conversation. Um, and I know from our uh, event at the Holocaust Center uh, how many families of uh, survivors and how many actual survivors were there, uh, that that almost naturally was the conversation, if you remember uh, so mm-hmm. this will be a slightly twist, a slight twist on it because my book will be available uh, at this point. Um,
1: okay. Now, I want to point out because we're starting to run close to to time. Um, I want to make sure that um, people know how to, that you know how to get your book, how to oh. contact you, and of course, and you're the publisher of um, the gentleman you were talking about yeah. uh, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. David David
3: and Mom. Yes. Uh you can get Vali's bed at um uh, Amazon. Uh on Amazon as a trade paperback. Uh I'll certainly have it at the launch. At the same time that we're doing the launch um uh at the library, uh online you'll be able to get it. It'll be the, the least expensive possible if you want to get it on Amazon. Uh, it's a six dollars and ninety nine cents uh, for Kindle, but on April the twentieth, this Thursday, it'll be only ninety nine cents. So this go
1: wow.
3: get it. Uh, on uh, Friday it'll be a dollar ninety nine. On Saturday it'll be two ninety nine. On Sunday it'll be three ninety nine, and then next Monday it's back to six ninety nine again. So this is if you're interested at all, this is the weekend to. Uh, purchase Vala's Bed on Amazon in in Kindle format Um, there'll be a special as well the book that comes prior to Vala's Bed that isn't a direct sequel but has many of the story of the characters uh, from Vala's Bed Uh, many of them are in Windshift and if you're interested in that backstory Windshift is also historical fiction And it's about the women who ferried aircraft during World War II, the WASP. Um, It will be free all weekend long uh, on Amazon for Kindle download. Uh, So this is a one-time thing. But if you do not have that backstory and you don't really need it uh, to appreciate Paula's bed, but uh, if you're interested, uh, it is there and it is free the whole weekend as kind of an extra bonus. Uh, so that's where you would get uh, Vala's Bed. Uh, it's it's there now for $6.99 um, on Amazon. And you can also get the trade paper
1: back on Amazon as well. All right. And you also will have, no, this is April 20th. The event is from 7 to 9 p.m. It is at the Lincoln Room, uh, Lincoln Gallery at the Carnegie uh, Library in Carnegie, PA, correct? That's correct. It's 300
3: Beechwood Avenue is the actual address. But it's just up from Papa J's there, up on that little hill. Beautiful room.
1: Okay. So, um, and please make sure that you put that also on the Empress of Biz so that, you know, again, that will go over into my website. And um, I'm very familiar with some. Uh, Joyce's Windshift. And and, and I want to add, Windshift was made into a wonderful children's book on to help encourage uh, young people to, that um, they too can fly, not only um, airplanes, but it was, a for me, a very motivating book and a beautifully illustrated book for young people on uh, flying. Yes,
3: and it's available on uh, Amazon as well. Uh, It's only a a case cover, a hardcover children's book uh, beautifully done by uh, Rebecca Evans, who is a a fantastic uh, illustrator. Um, And she has uh, adopted several children, and this was very important to her to do this book uh, because when she read Windshift, you know, it's about empowerment. It's about taking control of your life. Uh, in a time when that was kind of not easy, uh, it's easy, but
1: then, yeah. One of the things that um, um, you know, so you, <laughs> how do I say? I, I've listened to you. We've done this wonderful interview, and here you are as a business owner. You are an author. You are a publisher, and all these hats you're wearing. Really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I came from corporate, so in the corporate world, you uh, uh, wear a lot of hats, too. (laughs) I do want to mention one more thing, uh, very quickly, if we have a moment, about the cover of Vala's Bed. Uh, Mm -hmm. I uh, uh, went to a Catholic school in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and in the second grade, a, a, a pretty young... Philippine lady a little girl uh, joined us and I just thought she was the coolest thing and we had so much fun and we finished up through high school we graduated together uh, we happened to be both devoted uh, most talented in our class and there is a picture of us floating around the internet uh, I found her again a couple of years ago and she had continued on with her work as an artist. And he had been in the fashion industry for years. Uh, oh, wow. I speak English when I first met her, and I never knew it because we communicated with her drawings. Um, she came from the Philippines as the child of a, a Philippine veteran. There were nine children. Uh, and uh, it took her a, a long time to, to, to get over many of the things that, you know, war, coming from a war-torn area. And so when I found her again, I asked her. I thought she was the perfect person to paint Vala. And so the cover is this very special painting by a a very dear friend of mine, Aurora Houston. Um, And uh, it's abstract, but after you have read, uh, and not but, but in addition to that, when you've read Vala's Bed and then you look at this cover... It brings kills to you uh, because no one can understand better uh, than someone like Aurora who has escaped from what Vala escaped from. Uh, wow. I just wanted to mention that, that the cover is very, very special.
1: Mm-hmm. Joyce, what is the best way to get a hold of you?
3: Uh, you can get a hold of me by email. That's the easiest because I do run around a lot, and it is Joyce K. Faulkner at gmail Don't skip the K, because some lady in West Virginia will guess. <laughs> That's
1: funny. Okay, uh, Susan, are you on? Or is yeah, I've a friend been, been the whole time. Uh, do you have any questions or anything you'd like to ask choice uh, uh, before we we hang up?
2: No, I'm I'm definitely going to check her out online and see everything that she's doing. That was a lot of information, so. Uh, Kind of blew me away, so I'm just going to kind of check her out online and start following her and see what she's got going on, and uh, maybe connect uh, with her that way. Please, like yeah. please
3: join us on Thursday night if you at all can. Cause okay. Thank you for the
1: invite. Yeah. Uh, this is um, um. Well, this <laughs> has been a delightful conversation, and uh, I just want to recommend folks those um, who can attend. Uh, to attend, but if you can't, definitely uh, you can go online. You can order uh, Vala's Bed online. You can also there's a great special. And uh, Joyce is an amazing author, businesswoman, and encourager of authors, and and that advocate. Uh, her and Pat uh, are certainly amazing. So. I, I want to give them all my kudos and my respect. Joyce, again, thank you for taking the time. I, I uh, look forward to reading your book, to seeing you. And I know when you write, your heart is in it, and you're a beautiful writer. So folks, look up at Vala's bed. And anything else that Joyce has written, and I love Wind Shipt and the one for the and oh, you've got a bunch of books. We could talk forty two hours. Oh, <laughs> <we could. laughs> so uh, this is, folks. I was going to talk about income, uh, how <laughs> income tax and stuff like that, but this was much more fun. So this is the uh, – uh, Joyce, we, uh, just put on your business hat for one minute. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the tip that you would like to give us writers that, you know, to get us moving and maybe thinking as business owners too? <laughs> well,
3: first of all, if you are a, a writer, uh, you got to think of it as a discipline just like you do as a, biz- as a business, and that means getting up every day and dedicating and a set time to it. Uh, The second thing is don't go it alone. You must have professional editing. Uh, You can do all kinds of stuff with the actual publication or whatever, uh, but make sure before you submit it anywhere that it is uh, professionally edited.
1: Amen to that one, and I was so grateful to find you and Pat, and the and Joyce also did the illustrations to the Gift of Holiday Valley. So it was really a a wonderful um, combination. And and the second book's coming. Uh, I'm only working at four at one time. I'm driving myself crazy. So anyway, well, <laughs> but, but that's nothing new, you know. Oh, I want to thank Susan Miller uh, for being on and also being a great supporter of the Empress of Biz and her organization. And so, folks, make sure that you look up uh, WB. uh, Susan, give us the website.
3: It's wsba.biz.
1: Okay, look up all the great things and exciting things they're doing. And Joyce. Give us your contact, and do you have a website for this so that we make Uh, sure everybody...
3: We have a Facebook page, so you just go on and search for Vala's bed.
1: Okay. And also, Joyce has a... um, She posts and does a lot of great things, so follow Joyce. (laughs)
3: yeah
1: she's yeah for one. <laughs> right, right, and uh she's just been posting on about her trip again to Africa and Madagascar, and just um I do think that would make a great book, and also you know some of the changes that it you went through and I think uh, you need to go back and do another and then you can do two books in one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well,
3: I had been promising to post this stuff about Africa for a long time, so it was time.
1: <laughs> right. Well, this is Joanne Forrester, the Empress of Biz, and we've covered a wide variety of topics with three exceptional women, and i was delighted that I was able to bring these wonderful ladies to you. And something earlier that was said, and I've posted on it, is You know, there's a a definition of success and there's a worldly definition of success and there's a dictionary definition of success. But the most important thing is to find out what success is for you and to make sure that you live up to that because you're the one that has to live with you. And when you're living up to your definition of success, regardless of whatever anyone else is saying, you're the most happiest. Again, this is the Empress of Biz. You want to contact me. uh, The telephone number here is 412-440-6969. That's 412-440-6969. TheEmpressOfBiz.com. Go visit her and we're going to have all these great updates from Susan and Brenda and Joyce. So we'll have exciting things. We have a Facebook page, and of Biz. And, of course, Joanne R. Forrester, who tells many stories about Ginger the Cat. And that's another <laughs> that's another book. <laughs> so, again, ladies, thank you thank for you. your time. Have a good day.
3: Well, goodbye. goodbye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.